If I knew then, what I know now is often a common refrain we tell ourselves. Sometimes it's fun exploring the past, and sometimes it's cringeworthy, but it's always interesting. On this Learning Rebels in 15, I will share the top four things I learned on my path towards a learning and development career. But first, a little background. I've been around the block a time or two, or 30 if blocks translate to years. And as with many L&D professionals, my path did not start in learning and development. It started in restaurant operations. I worked my way up from being a hostess to an international franchise operations manager, and the journey was rapid and tiresome. And I decided to shift from operations to what I truly enjoyed doing, and that was helping people succeed. So where else does a subject matter expert go? Well, the training department. Honestly, I knew less than nothing about adult learning and workplace learning from an educational perspective. My educational background was in business, not people. And this was before the advent of the Google machine. What I did have in my possession was an old ATD handbook from the 1970s, which surprisingly is still relevant today. So I read, I took classes, I researched, I went to conferences, I listened, and I learned from industry experts such as Pike, Rosette, Allen, Beek, Kirkpatrick, and Stolovich. I joined ATD, ISPI, AMA, just to name a few. And as the years passed, there were things that I learned that held up and other things that didn't. And that's life. Things change. Research is updated and processes reflect improvements. Therefore, based on this, here are four things I discovered were important on my path to building Learning Rebels. First off, curious mindset. The University of Rochester's Edward Dietschy argued that curiosity reflects our intrinsic motivation to seek out novelty and challenges, to extend and exercise one's capacities to explore and to learn. L&D professionals are uniquely placed in a position that requires curiosity, or at the very least, have a curious mindset. The answer to the why may seem obvious. We need to know the why before we build programs, courses, or content. But the need for curiosity is actually deeper than just asking why. It's about having a healthy desire for what happens next that actually leads to better work outcomes. Curiosity leads us to question deeper. It catalyzes new ideas and inspires us to build on current skills, knowledge, and talents. Without curiosity, I wouldn't have the business model I have now, which is answering the question of how can learning really stick in the workplace? The question of what would happen if we turned the coffee chat into an audio file And then how about if we turn it into a podcast was all driven by curiosity. Without curiosity, I wouldn't have the knowledge I have now to grasp the importance of change. We know that learning styles isn't a thing, but what is? 
times have changed. Curiosity helps us look beyond, underneath, and around. Being socially curious has been proven to have a strong link with being kind and with being generous. Why? Because we look past the surface. We want to know how we can contribute to the larger good. So being curious is not just crucial in words and in theory. Plenty of research has been conducted to show that the competency of curiosity is key to professional and personal success. And this is why I have made having a curious mindset a key competency of being a learning rebel. And it was heavily discussed on our creativity exercises to boost inspiration coffee chat. So check that out. This leads me to experimentation, which is the second bit. Alongside curiosity sits the importance of experimentation. Recently, while working with Michelle Ockers and Laura Overton on our Emerging Stronger initiative, I had an opportunity to dig deeper into the importance of experimentation. And I feel as though my whole life has been one experiment after another, always starting with, what if I... Now, has that blown up in my face? Yes. Small experiments like the failed Twitter chat that I had are larger experiments, such as the fashion school exploration I took. I love designing, but I hated sewing, so that didn't work. And there was everything else in between. The idea of trying something, anything, set off the curiosity bell in my head. Now, if nothing else, my road with experiments has taught me that experimenting isn't about skill or tools. It's about mindset. Experiments can be a game changer for the learning and development industry, and this is an area where the greatest improvement is needed. Think about this. Have you ever spent hours upon hours creating a course that no one really wanted? Well, we all have. But what would have happened if you had experimented a bit? What if you took that course outline and turned it into a podcast series or a video series or a pack of job aids instead of a course? Would that have been more successful? Perhaps, but we don't know unless we experiment with the idea first. So why don't we play more with that concept? Well, one word, culture. The culture of, we've always done it that way. The culture of, no one will let me. The culture of, what if I fail? And in the eyes of many L&D professionals that emphasize efficiency, predictability, and productivity over all else see experimental failures as a waste. And this is a shame because experiments can lead us to the answer of an age-old question of, why isn't there a better way? And the best way to answer this question is through the data-gathering process that conducting experiments affords us. Now, I'm not saying that all of our L&D decisions can or should be based on the results from micro-experiments. Some things can be difficult to conduct tests on. For example, building a competency model. But if anything that can be tested is tested, experiments can become instrumental to key development decisions and help us fuel healthy debates, ultimately helping us be more effective at our jobs. Which leads me to number three, continuous learning. When you combine curiosity with experiments, 
you get a baby named continuous learning. There is truth to the saying, we don't know what we don't know. So rather than to accept this unknown, in order for the L&D industry to move forward, we must embrace it. If I had taken at face value what I know about L&D back in 1998 as truth, well, I don't know where I would be now. There is so much research out there on adult learning, so many myths that have been debunked that not to learn something new takes active action. The issue, again, is one of mindset shift. Once you get to a certain level in your career, it's hard to see the forest through the trees. We may even become jaded and cynical about the people and information around us. Many of us have heard from past participants or students, you can't teach me any more about what I know. And as an industry, we have to be careful not to fall into this trap. Continuous learning has helped me build upon a rudimentary knowledge of adult and workplace learning practices back in the early 90s. But since then, it has formed my personal and professional development journey to avoid stagnation and to continue taking my potential to new levels. And I think we all want this kind of growth. But you know what it means? It means time. And in some cases, dollars. Continuous learning demands excitement to invest in yourself. So much so that you'll schedule time to learn, be that by attending a coffee chat, structuring time to read, or creating a meeting that will not be moved or canceled with yourself to learn that new tool or technology. When thinking about your goals for the upcoming year, capability building should be part of that discussion, is it? Check out the chat about shedding smart goals to help you build continuous learning into your routine. Now, last bit, number four, having a community. There is no better way to build capabilities than to connect with a community. A huge benefit of online communities is belonging to a supporting group that encourages growth and learning. A strong community creates an environment that fosters innovative thought, creative ideas, and skill development, all of which will help you thrive in your career. I wish I had the opportunities when I was starting out that are available now. A support group that would let me know that I'm not alone in my bumping around and that there would be times when I feel down and unappreciated, but there will be times of excitement, exploration, and warm moments when you know you have helped your business and its people achieve something great. Growth doesn't happen in a vacuum. Inspiration doesn't come from sitting at a desk for hours on end, waiting for lightning to strike you with innovative ideas. Inspiration comes from interactions. And these interactions involve learning new skills, keeping updated on trends, and talking with peers about what's working or what's not working. It's important to note that a community doesn't have to be this massive thing. It can be a group of five people or 25 people, as long as you feel connected and the group continues to give you the knowledge and support you need. Having a community means collaborating with diverse groups, people with different backgrounds and experiences. It means working together to grow and flourish, especially when times are tough. Because when you are supported as a person, you become comfortable sharing ideas 
and become better prepared to tackle the challenges you face in your role. Let's admit it, people are better together. This is why I decided to move forward with building a community within the Coffee Chat, a place for people to share ideas and to get the support they need, to laugh, to have a bit of fun, and to bump around together. A common thread pulls us through all of this. One individual alone cannot effectively create the change they want to see. It takes a group of peers working together. Learning rebels is plural for a reason. One rebel won't get the job done. But a group of rebels, well, you know the story. You know what happened when a group of rebels decided to work against the empire, right? So there you have it. The four things that I learned on my path towards building a learning and development career that helps me thrive in what I do. So until next time, stay curious, be rebellious, and take over the world. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. For more content like this, or to begin your own podcasting journey, head on over to obsidian-productions.com.